And now here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. And welcome back everybody to the Dharmic Evolution. It's Gratitude Week. Yes, it starts tomorrow. September 23rd, so I thought I would celebrate Gratitude Week by playing this instrumental track in the background. This is actually the track mix for Gratitude that was on my uh, my Gratitude album. It uh, came out uh, about a year and a half ago. So um, there's a lot of things to be grateful for, and you know, it's kind of like uh, I'm just surfing through the web and everything, and everybody's got their Gratitude Journal, and gratitude practices, and it's kind of like a big deal. You know, it's all over the place as far as, um, you know, traffic on the web and people talking about it, but do people really practice it um, in their spirit? I mean, you throw the word around and, you know, I'm so grateful, I'm grateful, but are you really? I guess that's a question I'm asking rhetorically. Is that uh, something you really feel? Um, It is something that I practice on a daily basis. Uh, I do appreciate looking at nature every day, especially because where I'm living right now, um, surrounded by just beauty and amazing skies, sunsets, sunrises, clouds, uh, blue skies, just incredible things. And you're grateful for the breath in your body every morning, especially if you have a Um, If you're blessed with good health, there's nothing to be more grateful uh, for than that. That is just, um, it's something we just take for granted. If we have that, we don't think about it, unfortunately. So I saw some of these things and uh, I won't uh, pontificate too long on them, but you know, the people put out gratitude tips and perfect way to kickstart your gratitude, your attitude for gratitude It's uh, these things, start a gratitude journal, uh, a little book that contains daily statements of what you appreciate. There's no wrong or right way to do it. You just write a little statement about something you're thankful for each day. And consistency is the key. And it's an incredibly powerful little tool to pull out when you're feeling down or under the weather. If you feel, um, um, if you have children or live with close friends, you should even start one for the household. I promise this will put a smile on your face every single day. And just to give you who this is from, it's from the blog, Enlightening Wisdom for an Abundant, Joyful, and Love-Filled Life. So this comes from a blog uh, that talks about gratitude uh, week and like they celebrate um, one thing each week. The season of gratitude, a full year of gratitude, And there's all kinds of things. I'm not going to read all these. I'm going to give you a personal gratitude that I had the other day in Home Depot, of all places. So I'm I'm working on my sound uh, proofing in the new podcast studio, which is my new digs in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, I got this um, soundproofing material that I got to put up on the walls. And this young kid was helping me out. I'm going, hey, dude, what can we what can we do with double stick tape? Or, you know, I explained to him, he goes, oh, don't use this, don't use that. He goes, I did the same thing and it all fell off the wall. <laughs> so he gave me this uh, suggestion. He, he moved me over to this aisle 
um, to where I could pick out some double stick tape, some two-sided tape. And um, after rummaging through a couple of different things, I ended up with this incredibly super glue style double-sided tape, double stick tape. And um, I was really happy that I said, oh God, this, this kid saved me from making the wrong purchase. You know how that is. It's such a waste of time and money and you get the wrong thing. So I got it home and I opened it up and the double stick tape that I selected, this wasn't his call, it was my call. And uh, it was like super glue. It was like I couldn't get it off my fingers, so I got it to stick to the to the soundproofing material, but then I couldn't get my fingers off of it. And as I pulled my fingers off of the double stick tape, the thing would come off the soundproofing material. Then it was just like it was like flypaper. I just couldn't get it, you know, it was a total mess. And anyway, off I went to YouTube to figure out how to do it and what I figured out is you, the cool thing is you can get this spray material, this adhesive spray material. So you spray the back of the foam that you're putting up, the soundproofing material, and then you spray paint or the, you spray the adhesive on cardboard, and then you stick it to the cardboard. So you make your squares, like maybe you're doing four feet by four feet or three feet by three feet, whatever it is. You make that all on cardboard. And then what you go do is you get those, um, I think they're called stays or something. They're like um, almost like two pieces of Velcro that stick together. And they're for, um, they just started making these a few years ago where they don't damage the walls anymore. So you, you pull the adhesive off the back of it and you stick that to the back of the cardboard now and you put that up on the wall. So it's almost like a double stick, double sided um, attachment procedure saves the walls from the paint getting messed up because they come off easy and then you don't have any of this adhesive on the painted walls. So anyway, long, long winded winding story of how this young fella at Home Depot, unbeknownst to, to him, helped me out uh, greatly by, you know, steering me clear of the wrong thing. Even though the tape did work, it was just not the best, uh, the best fix. So I figured out something better. I was grateful that we had the interaction, the conversation. And that's another thing that I think you got to be grateful for the resources all around you each and every day. And a lot of us, myself included, we walk around in a cloud sometimes. And it's like there's all these tremendous resources surrounding us and we don't take advantage of them. Like there are people around who have information um, that will be willing to share just like you share with people. I mean, I do the same thing. If I overhear a conversation, somebody's looking for something. They're, um, they're in a pinch and they can't find this resource that they need. And you just went through this two weeks ago and go up to them and just say, hey, I just, I just went through this whole deal. I know how to get what you need. Here are the resources that I've encountered and here are the mistakes I made. Stay away from this. And we don't ask God says in the Bible, well, you didn't ask. You need to ask. Open your mouth and ask. Open your mind and ask. So get out there and volunteer information. You have a wealth of it that sometimes you just are too shy or forget to share. Be bold. Go up to somebody and help them out. You can do this. Let's get back on track with World Gratitude Day. 
uh, September 21st. Um, it's celebrated every year. Um, the celebration of Gratitude Day allows both individual citizens and organizations within wider society to celebrate the broad meaning of gratitude in a variety of ways. So let's figure out, what, when did this happen, the history of World Gratitude Day? It started in 1965 in Hawaii when an international gathering decided that it would be a good idea to have one day per year to formally express gratitude and appreciation for the many wonderful things to be found in the world. So Hawaii was probably a good place. I mean, if you're there, um, you're surrounded. It's kind of like the Garden of Eden, isn't it? It's like, have you been there? It's just kind of too beautiful for words. Um, and a lot of people go there and just say, that's it. I'm not, never coming back to mainland America or wherever I'm from because Hawaii's just, it's the bomb. Following the meeting in Hawaii, many attendees marked Gratitude Day on 21st September 1966 when back in their own countries. Ever since then, the number of people celebrating gratitude across the world has grown and grown. So how do we celebrate World Gratitude Day? Just like I told you, go to Home Depot and look for tape or, or uh, sticky stuff that you spray on the walls. You can find it any minute of the day. You can be grateful. You can receive gratitude. You can give gratitude. Um, that's my own take on it. You have to be proactive and just have a, a mindset of it. You know, do you like when you sleep at night? Are you thankful that you have like a comfortable bed to sleep in um, and a roof over your head? I mean, these things, you know, we're so um, we're so caught up in materialization that we just we just forget about. There's a lot of people. I saw this blog the other day of um, I think it was in the paper about Los Angeles and the homeless thing uh, is going on is really, really frightening that there's all of these people downtown taking up like blocks and blocks. It's tent city. And some of them have been there five and six years. So, I, you know, this is a problem that bothers the hell out of me. It really just, I find it so disturbing that we're a, a nation and a world of tremendous resources and we don't know how to manage them and distribute these resources equally. Um, everybody, you know, some people just have way, way too much. And some people have way, way too little. So what is my answer to this? I don't really have one other than doing my small part, which is my little corner of the world is that person that's in front of me at that at that very minute. If I can impart some kind of loving gesture or kindness to that person, then I made a, a tiny little difference. You know, it's moving a grain of sand on the beach. But if every grain of sand on the beach moved another grain, then we, we could make some headway. So anyway, back to how to celebrate. This is from uh, Days of the Year blog, some of this stuff I'm pulling off here. The awareness of the benefits of having time in one's life for gratitude, appreciation, and positive reflection have become increasingly apparent. The hope of the founders of Gratitude Day is that by taking time, one day a year, to reflect on the many amazing things we have in our lives, it would positively impact our well-being and make us happier more contented people. 
yeah, I agree with that. But one day a year is not nearly enough. We, we got to do this every day. And listen, you don't have to go around flying flags and have your journal in hand and, and be preaching and, and waxing poetic statements to people like I'm doing right now. That's, it's, it's not even, it's more of what's going on with you and how you're handling your life and how you connect with the world personally. That's the gratitude. You don't have to talk about it. You know, you know what's, it's like um, words are cheap, actions are everything. So it's in your daily actions. It's what you do in your life. Are you connecting to people in a real meaningful way? When you have a conversation, do you look somebody in the eye and try to, try to figure out who's in there? Like who is, who is that soul that's in front of me? Or are you looking at the kind of car they're driving? Or are you asking questions about, you know, what kind of house they live in or what, what have you? So it's all about being real and having real connections and being thankful for the moment that you have with that person. What did you come away with in that two-minute conversation? What did you learn from that person? Do you ever reflect on that? I think it's really important because so many people can teach us so many things and from all different walks of life. Don't stay in your same circle. Don't stay in your same box. Get out there. There's a world of experiences to be had. You know, right on the heels of our gratitude celebration, world gratitude celebration, we have what is known as the autumnal equinox coming up. And that either happens on September 22nd, 23rd, or 24th every year. And uh, I'm not sure... You know, it's all about the time of the earth spinning and, and all the math that, and science that goes into that, that determines that. But I, I find it really fascinating. The change of seasons is so important to me because I grew up in the Northeast. So the four seasons are felt very radically um, for anybody who lives in the Northeast. I mean, very severely in some cases. It's... Um, you know, you get a full full boat spring, winter, summer, and autumn. And autumn is my favorite time of year. I don't know what it is about the leaves dying, changing colors, dying. Everything that dies becomes anew again uh, months later. And um, the equinox is kind of kind of fantastic. The way the sun dips below the equator, you know, it's making this move all year. And then once it's below the equator, we're, we're back into, you know, the tilt of the earth and how its relationship to the sun changes. And I don't know if any of you folks are film buffs, but if you ever notice, every great film ever shot outside is done in the fall. And why? Because the arc of the sun is so much lower in the sky so it's every movie director's uh, dream to have those that beautiful natural sunlight, um, especially westerns. Um, it's always about shooting in the fall because you get that sun, you know, with the low arc in the sky, and you just get these beautiful, you know, just incredible vistas and uh, wonderful sunlight on the actors, on the scenery, on the leaves of the trees. All of that good stuff. So next time you're checking out a film that's shot outside, um, unless it's a winter film, of course, you're going to see, um, just observe that you can tell 
the colors and the angle of the sun and how beautiful the set looks in its natural environment. So what about your um, journeys through the different seasons? Is this something you celebrate and are grateful for? I know I am. I'm full of gratitude about the fall, but I like all the seasons. I like the change. I like going away from winter to once in a while, you know, grab an island in the Caribbean and just get away from all the snow and all that. Now that I'm living in the Nashville area, um, I'm going to (laughs) be, you know, I love it because when I checked out this place, the, the realtor said to me, he goes, well, you better get prepared. You're going to get about two inches of snow a year. <laughs> I just laughed and said, uh, okay, I'm used to, you know, 22 or 42 or 52, whatever we get, you know, depending on the hurricanes and the nor'easters and all that from the Northeast. Um, I think I can hack the uh, winters in old Tennessee. Actually looking forward to it. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for this fall coming up down here. It's been brutally hot. Uh, I moved here on July 31st and unbeknownst to me, they had a lot of rain down here during June and July. I didn't know that. Now I've been here, uh, about six weeks and it has been hot every single day. It was a hundred the last two days. It hit a hundred. And it's been high 90s, I think, per, per pretty much the entire month of August. So I am grateful for the few evenings where I was able to shut off the AC and open the window and listen to the crickets and let that cool air come in. So I'm grateful for that. And uh, I'm grateful for um, the beautiful September weather that is about to embrace us in its true form, where you get those cool nights So uh, it's late. It's September 18th right now. So I'm hoping by the weekend we turn the corner on this thing. One thing I'm not grateful for, I've noticed out here, there is a ton of corn that is totally cooked. And uh, I haven't met the right people to ask about it for a little empathy because everybody I talked to, "Ah, I didn't notice, man. No, I didn't didn't see it. And I've, I've seen it. I've been driving around checking out some of these cornfields and there's like, it's just, the stalks are barely, they're totally brown. They're like, they're all deformed. I, it must've like cooked all the oil out of the corn with this heat wave and no rain. And I don't even know if you can use that for ethanol. I, you know, I just don't know enough about that, but, uh, so when it does rain, I will be grateful for that. I want to get back just a little bit to uh, the equinoxes and the seasons and all that, because I think it's, you know, I'm not trying to turn this into a science uh, podcast. Uh, We will get into some music. We got to play the gratitude song on the way out. But I want to just talk about this because I think it's so uh, amazing. Uh, I was going to go into some of the astrology stuff, but I don't want to go there. That's kind of like too... You know, I had my season with that, the woo-woo astrology. I know there's something to it, and who's a Cancer and a Libra and a, and a Capricorn and all that. But um, the science of the Earth, I think, is fabulous. It's just fantastic. So let me just look. What is a solstice, and what is an equinox? And why should I care? And this is by Doug Ray, and he's got some cool pictures up there. Astronomically, our planet's seasons change on four particular days each year. Two solstices, one in June and one in December and two equinoxes, one in March and one in September. The particular dates are targeted by scientists at the boundary between our seasons 
because of a series of factors based upon the relationship between the Earth and the Sun, the tilt, tilt in the Earth's axis, and how those factors play out for all of us living here on the third rock from the Sun. And that's you know what I was talking about earlier about the films, because the Earth tilts and looks at the Sun with a steep angle um, in the fall. So why do we have seasons? Earth's seasons are a direct result of the Earth's 23 degrees tilt in the Earth's axis, known as the axial tilt. Without an axial tilt, we would not have seasons in the way that we do, and life on this planet could have developed much differently to account for more constant weather and climate conditions at each latitude of our planet. Um, time out, little gratitude there. Now, <laughs> I got to throw this in because what would you do if there were no seasons? Could you imagine the doldrums, the boredom of no seasonal change? Just the same. It'd be like living in San Diego. It's beautiful every day. And I love San Diego, but I, I would get sick of that. I need my changes. I got to have my four seasons. I got to have it. You know, once it's built into you. You know, again, especially if you're from the Northeast, man, if you're wired for four seasons, you're looking forward to it. So anyway, back to this thing. This obliquity means that during certain parts of the year, the Southern Hemisphere is slightly more exposed to the sun's rays, while the Northern Hemisphere is less exposed and vice versa. This results in a variety of effects for our planet, ranging from significant temperature shifts and meteorological differences, as well as more or less light and energy coming from the sun, which we know now as seasons. Let's talk about solstices. Occurring in June and December, the solstice marks either the start of winter or the start of summer. In the northern hemisphere, the June solstice heralds the astronomical beginning of summer and is the day with the most daylight in the year. We always love that one, right? The longest day of the Earth, I think, is June 21st. In the most northerly regions of the planet, days or weeks may pass without the sun actually setting below the horizon, while in Antarctica, it may remain dark for a comparable amount of time. The opposite is true for the December solstice, when summer begins in the southern hemisphere and winter starts in the north. The solstice, combining the Latin words so slash for sun and sistir to stand still. It is the point where the sun appears to reach either its highest or lowest point in the sky for the year, and thus ancient astronomers came to know the day as one where the sun appeared to stand still. Solstices are often marked by various celebrations that go back generations, the most well-known of which is the Christmas holiday, celebrated a few days after the December solstice, which borrows many of its traditions from earlier pagan traditions that date back thousands of years. Equinoxes. Let's talk about that one. Equinoxes happen directly between the solstices and mark the beginning of the spring and fall seasons. The term equinox, like solstice, finds its origin in Latin with the roots aequus, meaning equal, and nox, meaning night. Astronomers define the equinox as the moment the Earth's equator on its axis passes the same plane of the sun's equator, but its name reveals more of what we experience of these March and September dates here on Earth, 
as most places on the planet of the day of the equinox will experience roughly as much nighttime as daytime, hence equal night. Hey, this reminds me of Chichen Itza in uh, Mexico on the Yucatan Peninsula. Have you guys ever been to that? What a sight. Um, This uh, subject that we just talked about with the uh, equinox and the sun setting, you should see what happens to this pyramid down there. They designed it in such a way that the sun um, on, on these dates hits just perfectly on the stone, the corners of the stone, and casts this shadow down on the temple of um, Chichen Itza. And it looks like a serpent crawling down the stones. It's really, really crazy. Um, check that out sometime. You can Google it and find out all about Chichen Itza. It just reminded me of uh, this subject. So there we have it. We got a lot of things to be grateful for. We've got uh, four seasons. We've got World Gratitude Day. And there's just a whole bunch of things to be thankful for in this world. So uh, I hope you go out there and embrace your gratitude. Show it to somebody. Um, just carry it around your heart. You don't need flags and banners and uh, loudspeakers and bullhorns and <laughs> all that stuff. You know, just keep it in your heart and share it with people. So just wrapping up, I uh, want to thank you guys for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. want to thank all of you folks who have been downloading my uh, Depression Fighters Manual. It's on my Facebook page, uh, James Kevin O'Connor Music. You can download it there for free and just send it to somebody. It's a short read, but it's uh, some powerful tips and tools that helps people who struggle and suffer from depression. So I encourage you to um, show some gratitude for somebody you love and send them this book or just give them the link. Let them, let them take it and hopefully they, uh, they will be happier and healthier thanks to the tools in this book. Also, Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page. I had to delete some people on there. I'm so sorry, but the page was put up for musical artists and authors, speakers, and thought leaders. And I've had a lot of people, um, you know, coming on and worshiping false gods, which I will not put up with. Uh, There is one God and one, his son, Lord Jesus Christ. And if I see anything else on that page, it is going. But I put the page up not to be uh, professing uh, my personal um, uh, affiliation with the Lord, which I hope you have as well, but to serve other artists, musicians, singers, songwriters, authors, speakers, and thought leaders. That's what the page is there for. So I hope you um, will just take that to heart. And if, um, you know, I had some woman on there who was, uh, you know, uh, asking for money for hungry children in, um, I don't know, I think she was from Africa. I can't remember, but I don't know who she is. And it's like, you know, I saw it there for a while and I said, I, I hate to do this, but this is not what it's here for. There's other places for that. Um, you know, we all give, uh, most of us, a lot of us, you know, give in our hearts and our wallets to our favorite causes, but that that's not the place for this. You know, uh, there's nobody really asking for money or things on that. It's, it's more to support the artistry um, of my fellow singer-songwriters uh, musicians, authors, speakers, and thought leaders. So just please take that to heart. Don't, um, you know, don't rock the boat and do things, you know, put up things that shouldn't be on there. That's all I ask. And um, 
Also, check out the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. We just put up Jordan White's show over there. And uh, Jordan is a really awesome singer-songwriter from the Philadelphia area. He was from New Jersey. And we talked about depression. We talked about all kinds of things on his show. So you can just check it out. Go to the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. Check out Jordan White's show. And I hope you really enjoy that. So enjoy Gratitude Day. I hope you guys have a kick-ass weekend. It's always a pleasure. And uh, may the Lord keep you in your heart. And uh, always, always um, be grateful for all that you have. With gratitude, my friends. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. It's the life I choose It's there for me And it's there for you Gratitude It's about which latitude Am I living on This fine, fine afternoon There's an old man sleeping on the side of the road In a moment of pure consciousness He said goodbye to that heavy load Now he's smiling down in Jericho He can't feel the whip or the chain on his back Took a look at his life spilled out of that sack But he don't have to go